Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For the 35th episode, I have Arielle Lee, who you know wasn't necessarily laid off because of COVID, but she was supposed to have a full-time job at Fjord Design. But because of COVID-19, that job actually got pushed back a few months. And you know, in between that, she was just thankful enough to you know just start as a experience and design intern at Chipper. So I know you just started that, I think, you know, sometime this week. But, you know, this is, you know, also my 11th episode for the Avail List, which is, you know, a great website highlighting talent in the industry. And Ariel is on their July spotlight. So Ariel, you know, really happy to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Of course, maybe before we jump in, tell everyone how you're dealing. With this whole pandemic, where you're quarantining and how you've been keeping busy the last few months? So I think definitely with COVID happening and getting my full-time position delayed by six months and having to like kind of fumble and figure out what to do with that, it was a little bit stressful. And even just, I just graduated from college from the University of Texas at Austin. So I'm... It was just like a very interesting time to like graduate into the job market. I was like, oh, I have everything figured out. And then I was like, ooh, maybe I do not have everything figured out. And so I think definitely just like the ambiguity of the ambiguity of everything that's happening around us and having to cope with all of that and just manage ourselves and just be actual human beings and care for ourselves has been a little bit difficult, but a great thing to navigate through. I also have a small startup that I've been working with this entire time, and I'm currently in an incubator with Target. We're in one of Target's accelerator programs. Um, their earliest stage program to help just cultivate and grow businesses that have missions that they believe in. So I've, that's been taking up a lot of my time, um, which has been an awesome thing to take up my time. I have also been quarantining at home in Jacksonville, Florida with my parents currently. And yeah. Nice. You know, super interesting. Love that you're, you know, navigating all this and at least, you know, understanding that you just graduated you think you have everything figured out and then you know this curveball kind of comes out of nowhere it seems like you're landing on your toes doing a good job so really happy to hear that maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself and where you've you know either worked or interned or gotten some you know experience in the design field in the past yeah awesome so I am, I graduated from the University of Texas in Austin with a degree in studio art and a minor in government. I am really interested in the intersection of where art meets government and kind of legislation. For the longest time, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, but then I understood that with all of the skills that I had and that I was learning that perhaps user research fit more of the niche in which I was wanting to do. I'm really passionate about within within law, what I wanted to do was intellectual property, which is really interesting because it's like a mix of art and law, but yeah. you're really just advocating for people to really help make sure that their needs are represented and that their ideas get to come into fruition. And I really think within user experience and user research, which is really where I lay at the intersection of, you get to really make people's uh, dreams and thoughts 
into a reality because within human-centered design, it's really focused on the end user and the end person who's going to interact with that service company or product. And so I'm really passionate about making sure that I create um, products and experiences that are led by data because I think now that people are really um, understanding design thinking and more people are getting on board with design thinking the next step of design thinking is connecting that with data driven insights and understanding how to how to turn that into a business case and how to really make profitable caring for people <laughs> That's what I call it some positions that I've had before um, I, my previous, my previous position, I worked at my previous position, I worked at the University of Texas at Austin's health, population health systems as a interaction and experience design intern. And with that, I worked on some of their initiatives, such as I helped them with one of their HIV maps initiatives that they're doing, which is looking at like data um, around different HIV populations within the state of Texas and understanding how to better um, care and treat for the, treat those patients and making sure also that there are better programs out there. And so my job was to just help visualize that data and provide an experience for people coming to that website. I also helped with them, I helped them with some of the rebranding that they did for the Texas Consortium of Mental Health. Um, the Texas Children's Consortium of Mental Health. It's a long, long acronym. And that was really fun, just helping them reimagine their logos and their branding, which is something that I, I personally, I think I, I specialize within. Um, and then I previously worked with Accenture's Federal Services for the a Department of Defense. And I worked for them as a interaction and service design intern. And for them, I just helped um, a, a client of the Department of Defense. Um, I helped them redesign different systems and create a more connected way for them to share information, as well as created a comic book that showed the business case for why they should adapt to adapt the data lake into their system and helped continue that contract. And really cool, you know, those internships are awesome. But then also, I think you clearly understand the industry if you have, you know, a passion for data because that's where everything is kind of going and a lot of people, you know, coming into the industry already are in the industry get super turned away from data and I think embracing it and using it, you know, to benefit the work is really important. And I think that combination of government and, and design is really interesting too. So really unique and differentiates you and, you know, really, really interesting and, and makes you stand out. Thank you. Yeah. What would you say are some of, you know, your best qualities? Um, I think some of my best qualities are that I'm resilient. I'm extremely persistent. I think I'm very positive. I communicate well with others. Um, I like to, I have this, I like to make sure that others' point of views and strengths are well highlighted. And I, 
I've been told that I do a good job making sure that other people are highlighted within groups and activated to really working on things that they care about and are relevant to what they like to do. And yeah. Yeah, I think all you know really important skills, especially in an industry like this, people want to be heard, you know, being friendly and, and listening to people is, is really important. What would you say is maybe your favorite project that you've worked on, you know, in the past however many years, whether interning or at school, you know, wherever that may be? Yes, I think that I have done so many projects. Um, from all of the places in which I've worked, which I guess I can also probably because I did I did not do a great job of like encapsulating like all of the places that I've worked. Don't worry. Or all of the design things. But I would say that my one of my favorite projects that I've worked on was Coffee Cam. And I got to do that at Accenture. Um, I was working with the, the data, with a data intern, three other development interns, and myself. I kind of got to take the lead as the designer as well as product manager. And essentially, the goal of the product was to use AWS DeepLens and redesign the experience uh, that they were using of like showcasing what the deep lens can do with um, you know taking pictures and identifying objects but also figure out how to gamify the experience of drinking coffee in a highly secure environment where you have people with top secret level clearances walking around with documents that people shouldn't be seeing and perhaps like would really not enjoy the fact that there is a camera sitting next to the coffee machine. So it was our job to explain and make more user-friendly and user-centric the experience of what we were actually doing, as well as within how data was saved and stored within the systems, design a different way for data to be um, stored within the system and discarded if it wasn't needed so that needless pictures weren't being taken and so essentially we listened to the people who had done the project before we talked to different stakeholders and i created all of the wireframes for that project as well as sort of helped and negotiated between the data team the development team and what the designers wanted how we could create the site get the site up get the experience up and create an experience that would be fun and gamify that coffee drinking experience but also be secure and we managed to do it through using fractals and utilizing like the data wasn't stored and technically a picture wasn't taken it would only kind of look at the fractals of what the person was and if it recognized it it would keep it but if it didn't it would immediately discard it and we didn't save data on the back end so that there was no concern about that but also me figuring out how as a non-technical person can i explain this in a way which other non-technical people can understand this and be comfortable with it the project was a success and we completed it within two weeks and of course there was no budget because it was just a extra project that they gave us because we we're interns um that they did just to show the skills of the studio it was really fun yeah sounds super interesting and, and you know really smart in the getting rid of the data that's kind of useless and taking advantage of the one you know information that you can use so sounds super interesting won't lie maybe a little over my head but i think i i stuck with you and understood everything you were saying and and it seemed very cool. 
What would you say, you know, agencies or brands, you know, clients, whatever maybe would be getting if they hired you? I think that they would be getting one, a person who is very strong in illustration and creation. My, my training is within traditional art or studio art. So I always think some of the best designers are technically trained. Jake Knapp or the creator of Sprint, he graduated with a studio art degree. And so because of that, within a lot of my, my studio art background, which I've been a professional artist, I've been in art school ever since middle school or art schools that I had to apply for and compete to get into. Um, so definitely you get that with me. I, whatever needs to be made, I can create it and conceive it from start to finish and understand how to do it. Within my project um, with the DOD, when I created the comic book, I worked with business designers to create the business case for it, the script, as well as all of the artwork in a two week period. We made like over 28 pages, which is crazy. But I think that that testifies, I, you want to build it, I can make it. Um, I also think with me, you get a strong branding sense. I have experience within social media marketing as well as branding. I previously was an intern with C3 NAMI, which is an Austin um, local social media marketing firm. And with them, I managed three of their clients and really helped them also as a company, just with some of their branding elements that they have. And yeah, I think I'm very strong in that area. Also within my startup, which my startup, we're now within one of Target's incubator programs, which is a part of their accelerator portfolio. We've created, I've created all of the branding for my startup and my business. And definitely it's one of the biggest things that people say that they enjoy when they interface with my brand. And I am a very strong communicator as well as storyteller. So whatever story or narrative that needs to be told from a user-centric point of view, I can drive home using whatever tools are at my disposal. And as well as thinking of new ways to tell stories yeah definitely all super valuable things to help you stand out especially in this time but you know in the industry in general what's your favorite thing to do outside of work oh what is my favorite thing to do um ah that's that's a good question i think my favorite thing to do outside of work is i really enjoy learning languages when i was young i have i still have this goal i really want to be a polyglot by the time i'm like 30 and so far, to a good proficiency, I've learned two languages, but I speak about three languages at a decent level, so which I could have basic conversations with people. But from strongest to weakest, I speak English, French, German, and then Spanish. And yeah, it's just been a really awesome, fun like experiment with myself, with learning how I acquire information and just spending some time like with myself and like getting to learn a new language. I feel like you get to have those like small wins and you're just like, aha, I know what this person is saying. And I've also gotten to like meet so many amazing people like um, that I would not have had access to or like met if I only spoke English. So yeah, I do that and I play Quidditch. <laughs> I play Quidditch sometimes. Yeah, really fun. Love love both of that. I don't know if you're able to talk about it, if you want to talk about it, but do you want to touch on maybe what your startup is? 
Yeah, I would love to talk about that. So I have a startup called Remain. And Remain is a hair care and lifestyle brand that aims to make the process of going natural more clear and fun for people with textured hair. While we also try, to, we're also taking a stab at recovering and removing the stigma that surrounds natural and Afro hair textures within society. And we do this by empowering naturals to better their relationship with their hair through providing personalized hair care regimens and embedding healthy hair habits into daily life in a fun and energizing way. So think self-care meets hair care. I remember when I first started my natural hair journey or just like caring for my hair by myself, it was so difficult and I had just moved to college. So I'd moved away from my mom and my networks because within the black community, a lot of times hair is not taken care of by the parents or the mom. It's taken care of by a person who's trusted and able to do it because the curlier your hair is, the weaker it is because the more degrees of turn curl that you have, the more structurally your hair is just a little bit more fragile and the more tangled it can become with all of the other strands. And so with that, just caring for it can become a little bit more complex and takes a bit more care and learning about. And after 2008, with a natural hair care boom, more Black women have returned to caring for their hair and just really learning more about themselves and getting back to their roots. And now in 2020, now that more people are natural, and that is like the trend or just care for their kinky curly hair in whatever state it is, um, it's really important that we also develop a relationship with our hair so that we can express ourselves how we want. Hair is not just hair, but it's self-expression. So my goal with Remain is to really supply women with consistent, clear hair care regimens that help that fit their lifestyle and help them achieve their goals for where they would like to go with their hair and what they'd like to be able to do with their hair, as well as help them create a holistic relationship with themselves because a lot of times hair is not just hair, but it's so many other things. And we do this through not only that personalized hair care regimen that I talked about, but we also, we have three kits right now that we're going to launch soon that are focused on different hair care goals and we pair it with fun self-care goals. For example, one of the kits that we have is called Activate and it's a kit that is focused on activating the scalp because when you activate the scalp, you are able to stimulate blood flow and that definitely helps with hair growth. And so within that kit, we have hair oriented items like a head massager, but we also have things such as a yoga card set with poses that we've curated from a black yoga teacher that we've worked with because our whole goal is to really uplift, bring equity to the community and also bring healing for yourself and your hair <laughs> yeah sounds you know super cool your hair is awesome and, and looks great so good testament to whatever products you use <laughs> that sounds really you know really interesting glad you know target is involved in, in helping you blow that out and great experience to you know, learn how to do that whole process from start to finish so you know i'm sure you're learning a ton i guess the last question for me and i know you know fjord is really lucky to have you come january or whenever you start but is there any type of dream agency or client that, you know, one day in your career you would love to, you know, work for? Hmm. That is a good question. Um, I think currently I am 
honestly, like, Fjord is a dream situation that I would be in just because my degree is at the intersection of design and government and working for a federal version of that studio is like right exactly with like who I like where I am and who I am so I have a deep passion for I think to make the biggest change for a little bit I was a legislative intern also I worked within Texas's House of Representatives um, and I just think that like when you work within a government sector while commercial projects are definitely fun and can like working for Disney and then be like oh yes I redesigned this experience for like Disney that's really fun right but I think that like when you say I changed the experience of you know the FAFSA so that kids could like you know go to school more easily and so that they could have better futures for me that that's impactful I know that like I'm changing lives I'm not just like affecting people on like a commercial level but lives is a dream I think that yeah I think I think that that clearly like I, I think Fjord is one of the dream agencies that I, I, I'm really hoping I get to come January with COVID, everything goes well, and I get to return to the studio with everybody. But yeah, just impactful agencies doing impactful work that put people first and really drive lasting change. I think that's where my passions lie. Yeah, well, fingers crossed that happens come January. And, you know, that's, that's really it for me. Thanks so much for making time and, and doing this and putting yourself out there. Yeah, thank you so much, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, of course. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? The best way to get in touch with me is to either message me on LinkedIn. I'm always on there. Or you could reach out to me on my email, which is arielee75 at gmail.com. Or you could find me on my portfolio, which is arielee.us. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. And that's yeah, a wrap for the 35th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com and see you know, the large list that they have on their website of people who are looking to get back in the industry. Thanks so much. Talk soon. Thank you. Yeah.